Thirsty Thursday. Welcome aboard the Soul Train. For those of you tuning in for the first time, I'd like to welcome you to our little piece of uh, of the internet where we hang out. My name is Matt. Sometimes I go by the Grass Factor Martin. Alongside me today, I have uh, I have Mr. Ryan DeMay, Mr. Ray Edo, and uh, the man punching the keys behind. Let's not forget the producer back there. We got we got J Pink on the slide back there. Uh, gentlemen, how in the hell is everybody doing today? Grind it out, man. Just surviving like everybody else that's listening. And so, you know what? Listen, uh, what? Talk what? How hot is it in Ohio right now? Uh, it, it was hot. It was 90s for a, a pretty good stretch there and very dry. And then we had uh, here in Columbus proper, we had a little over six inches of rain uh, in like Ooh. less than two days. Yeah, so it went from really, really dry to really, 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 really wet. So, you know, Ooh. like when like when Ray is out there spraying along with the Trident and then he goes home to Sheila, boom. It just flips like a switch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how, much, how much Headway G did you put on all the Pythium you had out there? Oh, a lot of Headway G in the Pythium. You know, I, I, I went ahead and just did the Miramichi Green uh, just to cross my fingers and Hope to die. That that's, <laughs> that's kind of where I was at. And yeah, I'm a big uh, fan you know, of uh, foliar carbon myself. We might have to do an impromptu Joe knows turf here. We'll see. Maybe tease with a little bit of that. We'll we'll, we'll do that. It's not normally reserved for Thirsty Thursday, but you know, we it, it, real quick. Speaking of uh, burner return, uh, if you'll clue the folks in that are members, tell them about what's going to happen on Sunday, a special Sunday. We are going mm-hmm. to have a special Sunday, and uh, we we're gonna do we're gonna do a twofer, if I if I recall, yeah. if it, uh, a four four a four four a twofer a oh, threefer no, no, no. Two. a twofer no, two. twofer yeah two two just, two just 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 right there, that's all you need. That's enough. <laughs> that's enough for people like me. That's all. I, uh, that's all I need to feel full. But listen, there is so much to talk about right now between the World Economic Forum and uh, uh, everything going on in the Netherlands and There's Denmark and uh, Ireland. Today is the new one. Uh, I don't know if anybody caught what was taking place in Ireland. That's a ton of fun. Uh, and of course, you know, all of this is being forecasted to arrive in Canada soon, which is also exciting. And uh, but, you know, who knows if it'll make it there anyway. There is so much to talk about that to be honest it's going to be a struggle to get it into two shows uh because there are just so many uh uh, topics that need to be talked about we're going to be talking about compost and uh and a bad bad thing that happened with compost we're going to be talking about uh pesticide treated seeds and what is coming down the regulatory pipeline there I, i and then we're also going to highlight a student that has built a badass lawn service had equipment stolen and so we're going to give him a ton of pub and hopefully you know everybody in the community that can is of means to do so can chip in to help this kid uh, get back on his feet because you know what we need good people in the industry and we don't need them removed from the industry because some asshole steals their equipment so uh anyway uh you know we do need a ton to talk about i'm excited you know what we do need huh we need we need all the sad sex shit out there that are sad about their lawn to give us a call dial in right now there's the number Uh, right there 304 804 
72-77. I'm going off memory here. 304-804-72-77. There we are. That is 304-80-GRASS or 304-804-7-ASS. If you want to it's look literally it written oh, look. in every every <laughs> every truck stop restroom that, between yeah. Cookville and Nashville or uh, Knoxville, Tennessee. I wrote it on the wall in Bucky's today uh, because that's what you do when you go to Bucky's. Uh, listen, yeah. do y'all have a Bucky's up there? Are y'all familiar with what well, Bucky's is? We we do not. We do not. Bucky's are the biggest gas stations in the world. Like literally, they are. Oh, the I know what they are. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And uh, and it was out of power today. It got hit by lightning and it knocked it out of power. And so there was a lot. But there, of but there they were. Still and, selling and, the yeah. Swisser Sweets and and Paul Malls for ten dollars a pack. Face. No, they're crazy affordable. It's one of the cheapest places to get gas. They have amazing food there. Everyone had Caller, a smile. We're talking about Bucky's. You're going to just have so to kind. interrupt everyone. And uh, smiling and hey, <laughs> dude, <laughs> thanks for coming in. Uh, and I, yeah, caller. Sorry, I apologize. I was, I got, I got really excited about Buckets. I love Buckets. I think it's a great place. Who do we have the pleasure of speaking with, by the way? Uh, first of all, JP, what are you wearing tonight? <laughs> I am wearing a, a Under Armour uh, T-shirt. Hey, JP, uh, th- throw yourself up on on camera. By the way, here we go. Here we go. It's it's yeah. very it's it's very always, fancy. It's polo. Always dapper, JP. Always dapper. He is dapper. Mm-hmm. Yes, very much. Anyways, very nice. let's talk grass. This is a, this is Jay Bart. What are you uh, What are you doing, long sir? Time, uh, long time, Patreon member. Um, first time caller in. Um, I just want to say thank y'all. Oh, Demay is finally going to respond to an email. Uh, maybe we're just saying goodbye. <laughs> Um, D- uh, Demay no, got no. so caught off guard he just he he freaked out and he stood up and he walked away uh, or his kids <laughs> um, are screaming at him or he had to go he had to go pee pee in the potty I'm not sure which one it's it's one of the three hey, take, take all of them man I'm 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 Warner I'm Warner six bourbons deep right now so um, <laughs> but um so I've been in uh, long-term business for a while, for a, a little bit, not a while, not like you guys. Um, and I am having a problem with Dallas grass and, and uh, turf-type tall fescue in North Carolina, Charlotte area. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. And I can't put down MSMA, obviously. Um, right. So what are the suggestions outside of just Tylex and glyphosate, if there's any? Well, this is what I had good luck with, and and if you have not had good luck with this, then then I don't know what to tell you. But you know, starting in the fall and then continuing over into the spring, Pilex and Sulfentrazone uh, as a tank mix for me, uh, and this would be Pilex at the spot spray rate, which is one milliliter per gallon per thousand square feet, if I recall correctly. Uh, and with I'm, I'm, with 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 MSO. That's correct cool. with with a methylated seed oil and and trust me that's going to get real toasty on your on your surrounding uh uh, uh um tall fescue but uh much less toasty than like for instance you know back in the day when we used to use msma and it just absolutely roasted everything to the ground uh, it's not that toasty because it, you'll recover much quicker than that uh, but that has been probably most effective for me. And I know Ray will have a little bit different take on this. And here's the other thing is that there is 
a fair amount of supporting data that shows uh, fluazifop, which is also known as uh, over-the-top or um, uh, fusillade, as having pretty good efficacy too. And I would say even that a combination of fluazifop and Pilex uh, would be a very effective application as well. What were you going to say, Ray? What do you think? Well, I think, Matt, uh, we might as well be uh, twins because uh, I was just going to say I suggest a spot application of like a fusillade, Pilex, and sulfentrazone mix. Sulfentrazone is one of those that you know it's gonna it's gonna brown out the the Dallas grass. And if you apply sulfentrazone by itself to Dallas grass, you you know you'll burn the leaves. You're not gonna kill it. You're gonna feel really good. Like oh my gosh, I dented the Dallas. I feel so good about it. And then it's gonna come back and look just absolutely beautiful. So you definitely need something more systemic into the mix that's it's gonna give you a little bit more longevity. And again. The idea behind Pilex is that the longer you can keep it bleached, the longer you're going to tap into those carbohydrate reserves, the, lo- the greater the probability is that you're going to create lasting damage to that plant and minimize the opportunity for it to return, if that makes sense. Okay. Um, right, right. So, and, and and there's, you- there's one more thing. One more thing. And another option is triclopyr is also very damaging to Dallas grass because Dallas grass is actually a relative of Bahia grass. And so triclopyr is just toxic to most warm season grasses, except for zoysia maybe. So other option is in the fall or late summer, you can hit it with something like Pilex plus triclopyr, and that could be another option. And that actually is kind of a good thing because triclopyr tends to mitigate the whitening or the bleaching that can happen on desirable turf grass when you use Pilex on the turf grass. Huh. Um, Something to think so, about. So is it? Pretty much the only you said, uh, Matt. You said that the timing for that Lazapop uh, uh, and Pilex application was when um, I normally did it in the fall. Um, I, I I normally did it in the fall just because I was going to be seeding in the fall, and so that way, you know, and in you know, I, I'm not too far from you in Tennessee, and you know how bad lawns get when uh you know like a lot of times when i when i pull up to a yard and i first start on it you know it'll be 30 percent dallas grass right and and so i would time it with uh with with that fall overseed so normally i would start in the fall if i have a couple patches that are in the lawn uh chances are i'm going to try and dig those out uh which can be a bit of a chore um because i i don't know i just felt like i never got great uh, lasting result out of out of going after it in the spring. Some people might. I didn't feel like I did, and so I I waited until until. And when I say fall, I'm saying late summer. So normally I would start that sometime around mid July. Okay, so right right now I, I should be I should be getting that. 
basically, yes. And don't um, freak out so, when the when the when the grass gets real toasty. I'm telling you, you're going to want to panic. Don't panic. Oh, no. Warn your customers in uh, advance and be I, like, "This is going to get worse before it gets I, better." I do a pretty good job telling my customers, like, "Hey, I'm I'm about to I'm about to burn something down. Um, <laughs> don't, don't be alarmed. Don't be alarmed. We'll fix it in the fall, but but we need to get rid of this now." Um, so final. Uh, Thank you guys again for all the information you guys give me. Like I said, I've, I've been a Patreon member since, since there's only 12 of us. Um, how do I, and, and I don't get on uh, mostly because typically I'm about about 4 to 12 bourbons deep from 9 o'clock. But, um, <laughs> but that was jealousy. Um, is there right. any solution? Uh, hey, man, uh, I, I got to eat it up while I can. I have a baby coming in January, so that's going to oh, change. Congratulations um, and rest in peace. Oh, it's, 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 I can't wait. Um, Bermuda grass and fescue from the neighbors. So it would be common Bermuda and turf that's all fescue. You'll never keep it out. Outside of, outside of, outside of glyphosate and a mechanical... Barrier again, Pilex and Flazafop um, are gonna are gonna be very effective against Bermuda grass as well. Um, I don't want okay, you to what... get it in your head though that you're gonna go make one application and it's gonna go away. It's not. Uh, oh no no, you know, no 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 no. Yeah, it's it's gonna have to be something that's repeated and um, and you know every fall you're gonna be doing the same thing and. Uh, you know, it's going to look great in the spring. It's going to look good, you know, through till about now, right? When it starts getting just blazing hot and dry and, you know, your your fescue starts checking out and your Bermuda is just an absolute prime time. And then, you know, from that point forward, you got to start all over again, making your application. So that is really, so, really the only thing you can do. So, so, so let's, let's get, let's get Ray about this. What's the percentage of death recurring each year? How many years can I expect to be doing this uh, before, the, before it's mitigated, or is it going to be infinite? Okay, here's what I'm going um, to tell you about Bermuda invading turf type tall fescue. That tells me something. And what that tells me is that somebody needs to start using a lot more triclopyr in their spring or fall weed control applications. Oh, that's and here's why. No, and here's why. It's because normally triclopyr is poorly tolerated by Bermuda. But if somebody tells me that they're treating turf type tall fescue, my go-to should I need to treat for other weeds is full rate or up to 32 ounce of triclopyr in that application. And this also oh applies to, yes, four ounce for 32 ounce of triclopyr per acre. And I'm talking about the four pound per gallon triclopyr ester. I mean, I don't, I don't play. I don't play. I mean, this is, uh, <laughs> And the thing is, is that 
you make that kind of application either in the spring or you do it in the fall. And this coincides with when you should be spraying out your Dallas grass also. Right? So so the same the same is that the same fall that Matt was talking about, like, hey, let's start getting this out July or mm-hmm. do, this, uh, do this in lieu July. of eating and and using it more as a post emergent. Yep. Use it more as a post emergent and your timing is literally going to be from I wanna say from late August to October. Okay. In your in your Perfect. area, you know that that's you, when you can cultural at the right time. Here's here's yeah, another we, thing to keep in your mind too is that if 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 it's coming from the neighbor's yard and you don't treat the neighbor's yard, you know you're going to have a healthy crop over there that's going to continue to want to move because that's what Bermuda does. It moves, and uh, mm-hmm. and so you're you're not going to get some wild ass bioaccumulation in the soil that's going to keep it from wanting to move into that you know so your your best offense there is that if you can get it out get your fescue as healthy as possible give it the least amount of opportunity to move in it's going to be good uh but it's not going to be perfect and and where where you would have to roll in chasing uh, uh perfection would be you know how do i get the neighbor on board to become a fescue lawn either and here's another thing to keep in the back of your mind too and you know paul Paul Smith he commented this is that uh, you know if Bermuda's invading that aggressively, maybe the alternative too is to consider making the transition to Bermuda grass, uh, which is oftentimes um, it, what I it, did it, too. It's it, it's not it's not it's not it's not aggressive at all. It's just like very like you can kind of see it coming coming in, and gotcha. like right there on the edge, and it's gotcha. very sporadic, and it's enough to where I could get chemical treatment down and. Sure, sure. Line from happening because this is this is this is someone who doesn't treat their lawn at all. Like I said, it's common Bermuda um, that he's been digging up out of right away and throwing in his yard to try to get something there. Um, mm-hmm. It's actually been kind of impressive to watch it happen um, because that's seriously what not he's surprised been digging up, just tossing out. Picking up Bermuda out of someone's like a little patch of Bermuda and thrown out in his yard and just letting it go. Um, I'm not surprised. I am here, like in this hmm. in this transition zone that uh, you know everything grows, nothing grows well, and uh, just battling those common things. And uh, thank you guys again for breaking it down for me. And uh, I've I've always been uh, a little bit scared of Lazarus on on turf. I'm not understandable. I'm not red, understandable. Red, it's toasty. Red, red and heard absolute horror stories about it. Of, of how toasty. It well, here. And... Well, here's the thing: is Lezafop, or my understanding of it is, is that the label rates used for selective grass control and turf grass are literally one eighth the rates used for a total kill of all grasses. That's my understanding of it. So the majority of the mistakes of, of the issues faced with flazifop have to do with, uh, uh, application rate errors. People misinterpreting the label exactly what Ray's talking about here. 
Yeah, because and okay, can, the can problem you break is, that down a little bit more. No, and here's the here's the thing is that, for example, fusillade to Tiendo. I know that as four ounces per acre as a selective application in turf types like fine fescue, tall fescue, and zoysia grass. I also know it as three quarters of an ounce per gallon per thousand square foot as a total burn down. So you see the difference in rate. I also know that oh. when when I am spraying a lawn with it, any area that I overlap excessively with that four ounce per acre application turns into an area that either turns yellow, is stunted for a long time, or is dead. It is that rate on this application is that critical so you know that's just uh how i understand it and okay. also so, so one more so one, what about one more thing most weeds don't become resistant to this readily and there's one more factor when utilizing fluazofoprofusillade triclopyr also mitigates a lot of the negative effect on desirable turf grass. Because in another time, I used to try to apply fusillade to zoysia without triclopyr, and I got some pretty scary results. And then when I started using triclopyr with fusillade, I found that my margin of safety was greatly increased. So, uh, triclopyr and fusillade, and what you guys pretty much, and, and Ray, you, you went straight to my next question about uh, resistance. Um, because of the overlap, I, would you suggest dialing a. <laughs> that wasn't me. Uh, <laughs> he definitely accidentally hung up. J-Roll, you can ah. Yeah, <laughs> call back. Uh, oh, uh, Demay, you're muted right now. I said I was getting excited there. Oh, I, he, was going, he was going the direction of resistance, I believe. Is that, is, is that what mm -hmm. I heard him say? And yeah, I believe so. With with triclopyr and fusillade. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I mean, as a as a tank mix, you you definitely got nothing to worry about there. Uh, yeah, you know, you're exactly. talking about wildly, wildly, wildly different uh, AIs. Uh, did you make it back? Set up a new phone Hello. Caller, caller, you're yes, live. I'm here. Well, welcome. I'm here. Who do we have the pleasure of speaking with? This is Robin. Robin from Nashville. How's it going, Robin from Nashville? My Tennessee brethren, go Vols. Uh, if you're not a Vol fan, I'm not sorry. 
Uh, how the Sorry, hell are you, sir? Friend. I, 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 I hail from Georgia, but oh! we are. <clears throat> At least you live in the in the correct state now. I'll forgive you. The pride of the SEC East, there, boys. So my or whatever whatever they're called. I've been right? following you guys for quite some time. I've learned a I'm lot. Sorry. I've I've done my own renovation, this, that, and the other thing. My question is not necessarily related to my turf. It's more related to your sanity. This invasive tree vine, which I believe is called the tree of heaven. Oh, my we can property. We can talk. <laughs> yeah, which we is can invading talk. my property, yeah. coming up through the turf, underneath desirable trees, underneath my vegetable garden. So, mm. I've everything I've learned said triclopyr, but is that safe to apply around desirable trees? my vegetable garden, et cetera, et cetera. Yes. For the most part, yes. Because triclopyr, out of all of the broadleaf herbicides normally deployed against brush species and tree species, has a very good property of not being soil mobile. And okay. when I say soil mobile, I know of other herbicides such as Tordon, Dicamba, and this new one called Aminocyclopyrochlor, also known as Mested 420, that nice. have the property of first killing the tree that you targeted, right? And then yeah. while that tree is dying, that active ingredient bleeds out of the root system into the soil and then proceeds to fry any trees that happen to have a root system in that area. And that is strictly due to the soil mobile properties of those herbicides, whereas triclopyr is very well bound in bounds of soil and the dosage or the concentration needed of triclopyr is a lot higher versus those other three herbicides. So I would not feel nervous about making a cut stump or a basal bark application of triclopyr to an invasive tree that has come up within a landscape or a lawn. Ray, please I give wouldn't. him the triclopyr caveats of only spraying the plant that you want to target and, uh, of course, temperature inversion and uh, all that fun stuff. Right. Obviously, here okay. in Nashville, it's brutally hot and haven't had rain okay. in I don't know how long. <laughs> hey, did y'all okay. get the rain today? Because, damn it, man, I got absolutely dumped on in uh, Cookville. Okay. No, the, well, I mean, the radar showed rain and. Right, it just bypassed my house, so without oh, mercy, man, I got hammered <laughs> okay. in Cookville. And the whole you know what? In hot temperatures, be very cautious of triclopyr ester, of course. And yeah. I have an alternative form formulation for a cut stump or 
tree injection type application in hot weather. And that would be how, how big are these plants? If, if, Ray, typically when I see uh tree of heaven around here, you know, I'm going to say anywhere from one to three feet. So there's no real stump. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. I'm talking about like root it's, it's shots more... that are three inches to keep coming up. Like I dug up one that was maybe two feet, but they keep coming back in the same place. They're coming up straight Here's through my raised garden bed. Mm -hmm. Here's what I do to it: is at that point, I cut it one final time, and then apply what I know as Garlon Three A to that cut stump. And what Garlon Three A is is that is triclopyr amine. It is non-volatile, uh, very non-mobile, and in fact, triclopyr 3A or garland 3A is often the herbicide specified for spraying on roadsides and right of ways going through sensitive areas. Pastures too. Where you cannot have correctly. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Pastures. Uh, actually, you can use triclopyr on vegetation in a. In a pasture or grazed area, no problem. You just have to observe the uh, withholding period between milking or sale of the animal for meat. I know because I spray grazed areas. And in addition to the precaution about transferring manure out of that area, I also have a precaution about, okay, these guys are not going to market anytime soon, right? Because it's 30 days. It is yeah. 30 days. So, But anyway, if though you have these trees coming up in, your, in a garden or in a, in a lawn or whatever, I would cut them down to the ground one last time and apply triclopyr amine as a cut stump treatment. And that would be my safest thing to use. I know people use something called Tordon RTU on Tree of Heaven, please don't use that. Please don't. Okay. <laughs> no, because Tordon is one of the worst for bleeding out of a treated tree and proceeding to destroy any kind of broadleaf vegetation nearby. Because by the way, Matt, did I tell you about what our Hawaii Department of Agriculture did many years ago? This was an what epic own-up. Okay. They used Tordon to kill banana trees that had been infected with banana bunchy top virus. And the way they did that was they stuck a wooden toothpick that was dipped in Tordon 22K into that banana stalk, and the whole thing died, right? But that Tordon then proceeded to transfer out of the root system of that killed banana and destroy everything in the yard. Oops. Yep. Yeah, so, so you know, I'm just saying, please don't mess around with Tordon RTU because I know in Tennessee, 
you can buy Cordon RTU at Tractor Supply Company. No questions yes. asked. Yes, you can. You can, but but please don't use it. Not in your situation. Don't do that. You can carry your <laughs> own as well. No problem. So yeah. end of story is but, targeted triclopyr to the existing plant. Correct. Yes. Yes, please. Yes, please. Just do not spray anything that you do not intend to die because whatever you get it on, it will die. Right. Yeah. Gotcha. So if that means you and this is the time, and, and this is the time of year to actually attack it, from what I've read. Yeah. Uh, anytime yes, between active. now and when it when it goes dormant, uh, which would be, uh, you know, I'd say, which is going to be with a frost. So you know, you've got from now until. Yeah. Uh, Thanksgiving. Yeah, a long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I, I surely appreciate it, and um, maybe I'll talk to you again soon. Yeah, man. Thank you for All calling right. in. We appreciate it. Oh, uh, you bet. Rep- All right, strong. Oh, you. I mean, you know, what we forgot to say before we left. Go dogs. I uh, see. I was trying to distract him in case he was going to say that, and I, and I was. Uh, I just. I started talking about. It. I was trying to build camaraderie around Tennessee. Look at it, look at all look at all the people from outside the area moving in. It's, it's pretty fascinating. It's a, it's, God, Tennessee's a nice great place. place to it's a nice place to be. It is. It's a nice place. I like it. Here we go. Uh, caller, you're live. Who do we have the pleasure of speaking with? Who? Hello. Hey, huh? who How do we have doing? the pleasure of speaking with? I'm I'm, I'm a ten out of ten. Oh, How are you're you? talking to good old Justin from London, Ontario. Oh, bud, bud, you're going out for a rip, are you, bud? Huh? Oh, <laughs> bud, I've been out for a rip and drinking Keystone, <laughs> hanging out with my boys out here tonight. But I just finished eating Uber Eats and Teresa and everything else. I tell you, what a blast! Thank you. <laughs> Tell you what, he he, he he leaned into that one. He, he did all the way. I just got finished eating Uber Eats and Teresa. <laughs> I'm telling you, it was so delicious. I want more. Send it back up here. Send it back up. That's a twofer. That is a twofer. Uh, what well, what are you special. doing? She was what are you doing up in in London, London, Ontario? I'm not gonna lie, that sounds European. Uh, so I'm a little bit, a little I bit know. nervous. I know. So listen, I came up here probably about oh, old fuck me about a month or so ago and I was told to say, you know what, Justin, you call this show and uh throw out some rapid questions. I'm like, all right, fine, fuck it. I'll call it. I'm gonna do it right now. So here's a couple of things I wanna ask you, and I have one more at the end. One, striping your lawn or not striping your lawn. What do you think? Uh whatever you want Personal to do. Press. Next. I I say that uh it is not really something that I would do in terms of an aesthetic thing. For me, stripes are actually functional. And you know why I think stripes are functional? It's because I'm one of those people that I don't like to see grass areas mowed in the same pattern week after week. The stripes... And having you. them change every one. time they mow is important. Now, let, let I, me ask another question. Uh, ed- edging the mm-hmm. uh, the sidewalks and the driveways, 
Do you edge at this time of the year? Do you not edge? Of we course you edge. Absolutely. What kind of, what, Absolutely. are you civilized? What is wrong with you? <laughs> Some fucking people say let the grass grow over and keeps it nice and frigid. You know what I mean? Nice. It, it, it keeps, it, it, keeps it looking like the, the trailer park. I mean, which don't get me wrong. If you saw my house, you'd be yeah. like, that's a modular home. And that's fine. Uh, but if you know, of course, edge. I don't have a sidewalk. I live. I live on a road, and uh, I have a gravel driveway. For Christ's sake, you, so do, do you weed eat the I ditch? Say shit, do you? I, I do from time to time. I do like to let the leaves pile up there and kill the grass. And set them on and, fire. Uh, oh, and then yes. you burn the ditch. Fuck yeah. yes. What kind of, I'll yes. tell you. That, good old. I asked fire. if he was civilized, but listen. At the end of the day, there's. I've got very little civility in me. Okay. Listen, you can take the boy out of Mississippi, but you can't take the Mississippi out the boy. You hear me? Uh, right. And don't let me you. fool you either. What, don't let what me next, fool you Justin? either. <laughs> Come on. Ramp oh, him up. I, I, this is I not going very quick. Right. I right, know. So you said there's a rapid right fire. I'm not hearing rapid fire. Do what? I'll wait. No, I'll wait. I'll wait. I'll wait. Okay, go. Oh, okay. Sorry, sorry. So. Here's another thing. So we're up here in Canada right now. Uh, they're going to be starting digging some lines. Um, they have, uh, you've probably heard of it, Bell Canada or whatever. They're putting some fiber optics up here. They're going to start digging into my turf. And uh, I have a lamppost in front of my house. And I'm like, oh, my God, they're digging in. I've been striping. I've been killing. It looks really good. The neighbors love it and shit. But now they're digging. So after they dig these freaking lines, do I go out there and tell them not to put down and up here, I don't know if you guys have it down there or not, but they put this shit from the city in, and it's like a blue mist spray type shit. And I don't yeah. know what's in there. I don't know if it's fescue or rye or whatever it is. Oh, but do you tell them, say, listen, I don't want that shit on my lawn. I'm going to take care of it myself. Or what do you say on that one? Uh, yeah, I think exactly the best thing that. to do out there is the day that, that, that that's going to take place is you take a little sign and place it out there in the yard in a uh, very legible font that just says, fuck your hydro seed. <laughs> thank you thank you thank you i think that i think that should send and, i think that should send the appropriate message perfect and the last one i wanted to ask you gentlemen because i know the lines are busy and whatnot but have you ever heard of a, a product called par three up here in canada it's a good clover killer and stuff like that but i was wondering if you ever heard of par three you probably i see you guys on the tv right now i'm talking the phone and some of you guys are laughing but I, have you ever heard of it? When do you apply it? How do you apply it? And what is actually in this shit? Because I'm really confused on it. Thank yeah, you I'm for your time. I really confused. appreciate it. Basic, basic three-way. Thank you. Three, three, yeah, two four D. Yeah, like the basic, the most basic bitch that's of the like, three ways. Yeah. Two four D, Megaprop, Backcambo. Yeah, and that is just either spring or fall broadleaf weed control and knowing me my preference for broadleaf weed control actually is in the fall so then that way true story the weeds don't yeah don't overwinter and don't become your worst nightmare the next year i rather address them in the fall and another thing here for the cool season folks right so like the way that a lot of these herbicides will enter one through the stomates and also through these little things, these little cracks. Like if you look at the back of your hand and see the way your skin's shaped there, enter through what's called the transcuticular pores, right? And so mm -hmm. those leaf surfaces can build up a little bit more of a waxy cuticle in the summertime to 
defend against summer stress. It ain't that potassium application that your app told you to put down. Nah, it ain't I that. Thought, I thought it was increasing the wax. Because <laughs> well, listen, you, listen, when you're making wax, you hey, look, oh, <gasps> I what, it wait, out. wait, wait, wait. I, I did too. Here, I'm going to tell you my. Here's my theory first. Okay. What if? What if? We had the URL, and I'm sure Jay Pink's already bought it for us. I have no doubt in my mind. But candlewaxfetishlawns.com. We sell you a bunch of candles. You burn them, and then, you know, just like you would in the boudoir, you drizzle a little candle wax in that. Spice things up a little bit for the lawn. <laughs> I was, was going to go the route that if you sprayed potassium hydroxide, and oh, it interacted with the uh, with the uh, the waxy cuticle. It may saponify on the leaf itself <laughs> and create a hydrophobic <laughs> surface that will allow shit to just run off of it. So now you've created a super weed and super grass in the same in the same lawn. Mm. We should be we should be somewhere uh, in in an R and D thing. Jay Pink, literally within seconds of me uttering that sentence that I just did, I mean seconds, <laughs> in our private chat, it came up that uh, that URL, candlewaxfetishlawns.com, is actually available. So uh, uh, Even you know. just the shorter version, without the lawns, just candlewaxfetish.com is available. Oh, well, hey, even I mean, better, that's, that's, uh, yeah. that's a money maker. I mean, we could, that's, a, that's a whole, that's a whole subset of people we'll tap into. It's an investment. They, hey, listen. Yeah. Uh, Justin, what else right. you got? Did he hang up? Uh, oh, no, I, I was just no, kind of here. waiting on that he's one. Here. Man. I, just, I really did. I really didn't know what the fucking part three was, man. I co- it kills the clover really good up here, and uh, people tell me it's good on golf courses. And uh, I spray yeah, it down once in a while, and uh, I just didn't know when when to apply, when not to apply. And the last thing I want to ask is, fuck it. Uh, when do you water? Like I water sometimes during the day, during the night, during this. You get mushroom heads and all this type of shit. I've been throwing it down pretty much, man, you know, whenever I can. So uh, I'm going about three, like up here in London, Ontario, I'm pretty much, you know, Michigan and whatnot, uh, you know, probably about once every two or three days or whatnot. But is that a good thing or a bad thing? Okay. You need to go back and listen to last week's Thirsty Thursday. Uh, go to about the halfway point where we talk about ET. I know. That's why I'm telling you, the beautiful thing about this is that it gets recorded, so you can go back and listen. And in that, we talk about measuring the rate of evapotranspiration and your rate of replacement based on uh, 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 your ET rate. So you take one data set, and then you can decide how much water you need to put down. As far as the time of the day, uh, there's some old wise tale. You'll hear the old adage, uh, finish before seven, you're in heaven kind of thing. Um, you know, so what? I never, I've never heard that in my life. Is that really a what? thing? You've never heard that? I've 20 plus years, 25 plus years of doing this. Never heard that saying in my life. Wow. On the contrary, I, I've heard of horrific wow. things regarding water. I've heard of horrific things regarding watering. I mean, horrific practices. Like pink, BRB. my favorite horrific practice <laughs> is water after 5 p.m., so that way, the water has all that time to soak in. However, that water on the grass at night, especially in warm weather and especially with high humidity, just invites disease. 
And I don't care what somebody might see the golf course is doing because I've had people come up to me and say, but uh, the golf course is water at night. Yeah, fine, idiot. These golf courses also have an epic fungicide budget, too, and they're spraying every two weeks because they're watering at night. What do you want to do? <laughs> well, I just feel that I put some water down or something, you know what I mean? So I uh, just try to help, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm cutting that three and three quarters right now because it's hot up here as hell. And, uh, you know, I, I, I'm just trying to get a good season and getting into the fall. Uh, gentlemen, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure as always. Brooklyn, say thank you. Hi. And that's about it. You guys take a good night. YouTube by Hey, night. stay careful out there. We love you. We love you too, buddy. Take care, boss. All right, we'll see. You. Look, he made it through. I, I hope that was as satisfying for him as it was for us. I know he was having a real panic about it. And uh, and you know <laughs> what? We were able to get it done because that's what we do here on Thirsty Thursday. We get the job done. Uh, if you would like to call in, uh, no reason to have any reservations. And uh, oh, look at this. And the line is ringing again. Uh, caller, you are live. Caller? Caller? Hello? Here. Hello? Hey, it's fake Canada calling in. Oh, bud! What are you doing, bud? It sounds like Evie up there. Are you drinking a moose head, huh? <laughs> oh yeah, get some wine. Some oh, beer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> got Miss Evie here with with her Ryan candle. Mrs. Evie, I was just showing Mrs. Evie. I've got a Ryan Nor candle right here on my desk as well. Uh, <laughs> I've got a whole box of them. Right, when Ryan, she's been when Ryan came the past, out with these uh, candles four times, I think. Since we've done sanding, she's been cutting the lawn. So she's Whoa. like, now we need to get candles. Let's smell bucket inside. Mrs. Oh. My oh. goodness. Uh, this is in more way than one. A, I guess the only way I know how to say this is that a fire has been lit, Evie. <laughs> That's a, I mean, I'm okay with less work with, in terms of real mowing. So I don't have to keep up with it quite as often. And spend more time with the kids so plus i injured my foot so help me recover as well what did you do to your foot i have no idea we were walking out the zoo one day and then the next day it was painful so i'm going to see her and her foot doctor tomorrow lord have mercy uh i can still walk on it but i just don't try to do extended walking I hear you. Um, well, I hope that gets rectified quickly uh, because uh, a pain in your legs is no bueno, especially when you enjoy mowing grass. Or, Evie, you could take this opportunity now that your wife has found a new hobby and uh, and develop an absolute passion for hating mowing the lawn like I have. And, uh, <laughs> and then, you know, it's, you know, seize the day, carpe diem type of opportunity here to absolutely despise mowing. Well, I did top my T-Nex Cherry, so, you know, I'm about to slam it again this weekend. I'm up with my GDD intervals somewhere between Friday and Sunday, so I'm going to slam it with uh, half an ounce of T-Nex per thousand and then give it, like, 0.1 N of AMS. 
as well. So oh, I'm gonna shut oh, things oh, down oh. a bit more going into the heat. Oh, this is easy. He pops heard his cherry. Rebound. He pops his cherry, and already he's slamming it. I mean, there's no ramp up period I mean, or anything. I might You're have just to like, you know what? <laughs> well, well, of course. Uh, here's the here's the catalyst for this. Evie, for those that don't know, put together a an epic sprayer. Okay, Evie basically hacked into a big box store backpack sprayer and then made it extra. He and I have been talking, <laughs> so yep. he made it extra. He made it extra, and I did not know this. No, and tell. I'll and post it in the Discord. Japing can pull it up. How long? How long does it take you to cover your square footage now with the setup that you have? It doesn't take long, does it? I think it takes the same amount of time filling up water as it does spraying the lawn. It. I think Ooh. it's a minute per thousand. Um, and I'm right. about 1.1 gallons per thousand. All right. All right. I mean, that is my kind of speed. Okay. That's my kind of speed. I mean, I say one minute per 1,000 square foot. <laughs> Send it. Yeah. So it takes, I was telling some of the other guys that it takes me longer to um, get all the chemicals out mix up you know calculate how much i need actually put them in mm -hmm. the sprayer or like a, a five gallon bucket to actually mix them up that takes longer mm -hmm. than the actual spraying part mm, do you, that, that how do you is, mix it in a five gallon bucket well last time i did i probably won't again but i got a little bit hot last time i ran armada no, 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 you're, you're avoiding my question, Evie. I asked, how <laughs> did you mix it in the five-gallon bucket? You know, I used uh, a little thing that you pull a trigger and it spins kind of in there. No, you <laughs> didn't! <laughs> yeah! Stop it, Evie! Stop it! But I, I still put it Pick in there and gave the it a good shake for you, shake you know? it! How oh, does go for this. a run go for a run down the driveway? Look at this thing. Yeah. He looks like a goddamn ghostbuster. <laughs> Matt, 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 Matt doesn't know what that is. I don't. But I, I do know it was a cartoon. <laughs> it's Jesus, Matt. Look at that Are you pattern serious? though? I, no, I know I know it was a movie. <laughs> yeah, so it's uh right? I mean I did the full right? green duck um trigger and wand oh, assembly and then rather than going for the uh copper boom i did pvc boom but i did three nozzles and figured that's good enough for my uh six to seven thousand square foot i don't need to go the full four boom you need a you need a, a helper you do you need it. the uh the weed eater handle on the in the middle of that thing that's what you need actually i mean it's to uh Talk to Tiffway Lawn because Tiffway showed me what he did with that wand to make it a little easier to handle. He welded on a fixture so that he could screw on the side handle from a drill into that fixture. 
now he can hold the one two-handed uh, and he said yeah because uh you know Tiffany Lawn has the four nozzle copper boom yeah 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 the That's thing heavy. is, is you know when the it sprays out so quick heavy. though that it doesn't even matter that it's a little bit front heavy or whatever and same thing with it on mm-hmm. your backpack like it empties so quick that you're out faster than it takes up to fill up the water so it's really not that uh, bad in terms of just holding it with your second hand or you know just balancing it somewhere or the other a watts regulator on the backside of the of the wand uh, of your of your brass handle uh, it'll act as a counterbalance as well yeah and uh, yep and you can you can adjust your flow right there actually yep. Evie put on the uh, I guess that's the a, TJ uh, pressure regulator, and that's just enough for him to fine tune the the flow and the pressure from his uh, electric pump. I mean, okay. Evie has okay. a fabulous setup. I mean, I looked at that and I said, "Okay," and I saw the pattern that he dropped, and I said, "This is this is money right here. This is money." I mean. <laughs> Dude's yep. got a nice yeah. wand. I mean, it, it was an investment for sure, but uh, it, Look at the, you know, it saves back, time. I hated spraying before, so. He's got the turrets on there, too, dude. Look at that. Look at the battery yep. on there. Yeah. That's from, <laughs> uh, I think the battery is from uh, either a go-kart or like an electric scooter or something like that. <laughs> I just had it around. You, you ain't hooking but, that thing up with some alligator clips, man. You know what I mean? Like, you, you, you. Oh, real he's deal. got a three nozzle setup. Look at this. Yep. Yeah. The, yeah. So the, I got the, the teacher, blue the... AI gray AI tip and the blue XR tip. <laughs> this <laughs> guy right here, Evie, man. <laughs> I wish I had that man. kind of time. I do. Golly, that is that's fantastic. It definitely took time to set up and. I'm asking questions and doing research and pulling the parts <laughs> together and everything. So you're a good doing. You do. You proud of you? We are. We are proud of well, you. I, was actually, I mean, that is that's a commitment. I was actually calling about herbicides. Okay. No I was boy. talking to okay. uh, Derek out in Nebraska for Lawn Radiance, I believe is his tag on Instagram, and he was talking about bring herbicides while his temps drop down but he said so he said it's 72 degrees but the humidity was 90 and i said that sounds like a disaster for volatilization to happen it is so this kind of led into the idea of I know amines or uh, yeah, right. amines are much less likely to volatilize compared to ester formulations. But what is to what lesser extent is that, and what sort of things should you factor in in terms of spraying even an amine amine formulation in terms for like wind, humidity, temperature, sky conditions. All right, I'm gonna so, let. Uh, go ahead. You, you got to answer the technical I, answer the technical part of this, and then I want to talk on the back end of this. Go ahead. 
Well, I, I wasn't going to be too technical. I was going to say, hang on, everybody take a deep breath, okay? Because there are certain chemistries that are known for volatilization more so than others, right? If you're going out with a generic three-way amine as part of your post-emergent uh, uh, weed control application, maybe you're throwing a little carfentrazone into the mix or something, and you're spraying that at 72 degrees with 90% humidity, you have absolutely nothing to worry about. Uh, that is the average morning in Memphis, Tennessee, Knoxville, Tennessee, Nashville, Tennessee, uh, Augusta, Georgia, uh, Huntsville, Alabama, everywhere I've lived in the South. That is the, the normal morn. Go for it. You're, you're okay. You're adding a little sulfentrazone for whatever the flavor may be. You're spraying house if you're on uh, a lot of your common herbicides. Now, if you're thinking that you're going to add a little uh, turflon ester to the tank, and spice things <laughs> up for, for a little bit of uh, uh, flexibility. Mm. You're not going to do that. Uh, be careful. Um, now, there, what you can find are going to be uh, some, um, uh, what is it, like um, uh, some uh, formulations that are going to contain a little bit of uh, uh, fluoroxapyr in it. And they typically have very, very low rates of fluoroxapyr in it. And, uh, and I would say at that 72 and 90% humidity, as long as you're within the confines of label rates, that you don't have anything to worry about. But high concentrations of, uh, of triclopyr or even high concentrations of triclopyr and fluoroxapyr formulations uh, in ester uh, form, be careful. Um, but again, if it's in but, a very small concentration, like specifically fluoroxapyr, I wouldn't worry so much about it. And it'll stay on the but label. Do you with mean the you would consider safe within that range, even? Yes. Yes. Hundred percent. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, because what I look for when I'm determining volatility risk is two conditions. One is wind, and two is humidity. And the reason why I'm looking at humidity and wind is because I'm familiar with this tendency for ester-based products to do what's called co-distillation. And what co-distillation is, is the water evaporating off of a surface, taking that ester molecule with it. And so the times when that's likely to be a hazard are literally low or no wind and high humidity, and also nighttime temperatures that are above 70 degrees. And for me, I've had some close scares and near misses with ester-based products under low wind and high humidity conditions. So, you know what, Matt? I'm going to do it again where the next time I see the new farm people, I'm going to ask, when are you guys going to release a turf labeled triclopyr amine? That, it, I, and see, that's a, I, don't, I do not understand why that is such a, a, uh, a, a weird thing in the market right now. The, the, the closest to it, and it is not free from volatility, I'll tell you that right near, now, is uh, a Tricera uh, from Helena. It is not an amine. It is not safe from volatility. It will definitely volatilize on you. Uh, ask me about the time I took out 
uh, an old professor's um, Redbud uh, collection in her backyard, defoliated the shit out of everything back there. So um, anyway, it, it, uh, yes, we do need an amine trichopier for turf and ornamental, no doubt. Yeah, because for- right now I I have Garlon 3A, right? But Garlon 3A has no labeling for turf grass at all. It's not labeled for turf grass, right, Matt? Mm-hmm. For turf However, grass, for like a general broadleaf weed cleanup, like uh, yes. dandelions, mm-hmm. let's say some like mm-hmm. black medic. Um, mm-hmm. What kind of three ways would you be looking at? Like uh, the kinds that we were kind of thinking of were like surge and horsepower, horsepower or dry neck. Those are going to have a little bit of sulfentrazone in them. Uh, both, actually, I think both surge horse- and, and horsepower. Maybe I'm no, wrong. actually, horsepower is special. Because what horsepower is, is horsepower is MCPA, triclopyr, and dicamba. And in your case, Evie, I would pull you towards horsepower. Seriously. Because I do not like surge I, at all. I, I saw those two Finnish Laplands. Okay, I saw yeah. those, those those furry little puffballs. Those they're adorable, and I wouldn't want anything to happen to them. So I would pull you towards horsepower. And if you look okay. at the rate of triclopyr in that, it is it, it is a very minute rate of triclopyr. That is primarily actually not, MCPA. Actually, and actually, it's not my, that minute. And you know, horsepower is an amine formulation. Yes, yeah, it's, it's an amine yes. formulation, and so horsepower is actually safe to use in warmer and more high humidity conditions. It's okay to do it. And That's also what I was probably, thinking is like something that potentially, if it temperatures start creeping up, that it would still be safe. Mm-hmm. Since they're amine and, formulations, regardless of the it, humidity or temperature, as long as you're within mm-hmm. the label restrictions. Right. And it does probably a great job on clovers and uh, and black medic and, and dandelion because of that combination of triclopyr and MCPA. And, of course, it's very safe, you know, overall. But, uh, but you know, the... Somebody on the on the chat flashed up this product that they sell to consumers that consists of eight percent triclopyr amine, and it's called the Ortho Clover Chickweed and Oxalis Killer. Mm. And the CCO. Yeah, and I tell people that if they need a small amount of triclopyr for their lawn, that is an excellent product for them to actually use. Because right there, and you know what I like about that product as well? It is devastating even to like wild violet. So right there, 8% triclopyr amine. That's another uh, very effective option. And the only caveat to this is do not. I repeat, do not apply this to St. Augustine, Zoysia, or Seashore Paspalum. 
Don't do it. But if you okay. have a cool season grass, what, do, like I know you, do you deal EV, with a lot of that, it. Evie. Yeah, send it. Okay? <laughs> yeah. Send it. I mean, if you if you have a cool season lawn, like uh, what do you have in your lawn right now? As as it's as the turf grass mix, what have you got? Well, th- this is it, in Nebraska, so I I assume he's tall fescue in Nebraska. If he's got fescue, or, yeah. I I was I talking mean, to to Derek out in Nebraska. He's got mainly, I'm pretty sure, turf type tall fescue. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah, I'm so, so, I kind of dealing with similar stuff here. But I for my house. I feel like I, if possible, I'll just hand pull stuff. It's not worth any sort of damage or mixing up even a gallon worth of spraying at my house. But, um, yeah, for Derek, I'm pretty sure he has mainly tall fescue. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, Derek, this is your answer, is that, you know, this uh, ortho... CCNO is an option for you, and this is actually something that works. Okay, it works. So I would actually, and again, I wish New Farm or whatever put out turf label three pound per gallon triclopyr amine because we need it badly. They treat us. They treat us like big pharma. They only mm-hmm. give us. They only give us some of the stuff that works. Well, I had one other question. Um, I was also talking in the Discord. Uh, ben, the lawn guardian, he was working with rotating azoxy and propconazole, and was wondering. He's out of Azoxy. I was wondering what is a cheap option um, <laughs> if he should order more Azoxy and seem like that was kind of the cheapest option. Is that, do you guys agree kind of with that in terms of uh, group 11 for fungicides? Uh, yeah. As far as a group 11, yeah, Azoxy is going to be the cheapest now. Okay. So I was actually looking at products when he brought that up. Um, I found one called Pageant and also one called mm. Orchestra, which mm, are group. Okay. They're both different with uh, group seven and group 11, but okay. their labels state uh, they're safe for ornamental residential landscapes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Does turf grass fall within that on the label? N- no. You want no. to tell them? No. Listen, and just how precise are you going to be spraying your roses? Is all I want to know. Well, <laughs> and, okay. So, so tell them, tell them what what pageant's called in our world, Ray. Okay. Yeah, I believe pageant is called. I know it has something called paraclostrobin in it, right? Hmm? And I yep. know. Paraclostrobin as insignia. Mm-hmm. Yep. And in, now in what happens day, though, Ray, when you put, okay, go ahead, in your day, go ahead, and then I'm going to ask you, or just answer real quick, when you put an SDHI uh, with Pyraclo. With Pyraclo? Okay. What happens is that you get a super kick butt 
fungicide. And I know that combination of paraclostrobin plus SDHI as my favorite lexicon. Hey, okay. That is, that is, uh, okay. One of my favorite, one of my favorites. However, here is the little thing about using lexicon is the price of admission is pretty steep, but your use rate per thousand square foot is only 0.3 to 0.6 ounces per thousand square foot. And they give you, I believe, a 17 ounce bottle. 21. 21. Oh, even better. 21. It's a lot. Now, here's the thing about Lexicon that is very good. Lexicon does not have what's called a plant growth regulating property. And the reason why that's significant is when people say propiconazole, I think more about how propiconazole is a terrific plant growth regulator. And it's probably an even better plant growth regulator than it is a fungicide in some cases. And I also think about when somebody might be potentially applying that. Like, for example, I'm cringing inside a little when somebody tells me that they're going to go out and put a high rate of propiconazole on their cool season grass and the grass is already slowing down and maybe even a little stressed from summer. So something like Lexicon would cover the same diseases as an azoxystropin propiconazole combination without that plant growth regulation effect. And likewise, I use Lexicon at times when I shouldn't be plant growth regulating turf, and that would be wintertime diseases on warm season turf. So there's a, you know, there's a use case for it. And the other thing about Lexicon is that it is probably a very good product for both dollar spot and least spot disease. I mean, my experience with that has been it's basically saved me. How about them apples? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, so you using one of those is not necessarily on label. I think, again, we talk about fungicides from time to time, maybe not as much as we do weed control and things like that, but you gotta, you gotta know what you're dealing with. And, uh, I say that all the time and I know Ray believes it. Matt believes it. it's maybe the, one of the, one of the few things that we agree on all the time is that <laughs> if you don't know what you're going after and you are spraying willy nilly, and I don't just mean like rotating groups, to rotate groups, but, Understanding the weather patterns that you're under, understanding the grass or grasses that you're growing, <laughs> and um, making sure that you are using appropriate products to target uh, the pests or pathogens that you might be facing. That is one of the real keys. And so all I'll say is this, as people look at this, and I'll, I'll just go ahead and throw the number out there, uh, a... Uh, a thing, a 21 ounce container of uh, Lexicon, for example, is somewhere between 550 and $650 if you go buy it right now. Uh, people would probably shit at that, but like what Ray said, 
depending on where you're at with your lawn, I mean, that's going to be a solid 28-day product. And I mean, you're going to be covered pretty much up and down on just about everything. Maybe, you know, there's not going to be a whole lot that gets through other than Pythium, which, I mean, everybody knows, Matt, you got to go with Headway G. And the only place, the only place to get it, only place to get it, that's completely <laughs> facetious. And if you listen to this and take that f- seriously, please stop watching. But I digress. <laughs> the whole point of this is, if you want to have a good fungicide program, I would say this is either you target the baddest MF on the block and you just deal with that and you accept whatever else happens. That's my cheap plan. My next plan up is you deal with that B- BAMF, right? And then mm-hmm. you go after maybe something, you know, you throw some other stuff out there. Maybe get you some propiconazole. Maybe get you something off patent, generic, cheap, right? To try and take care as much of the other stuff as you can. And then the last piece is if you really want to add something in is you try and buy one of these expensive products. You bankroll yourself once a year to buy one of these expensive products that you might only have to use once a year and it lasts you three, four, five years. So that $600 investment, yeah, you got to have the scratch to do it. But if it's going to last you, and if it's uh, if it's good chemistry, Ray, we know this. It's going to be expensive. Yeah, it's going to it's going to be expensive. It's going to be costly. But if it works, I don't worry about what it costs. You know, I I always say this is that if it is slightly expensive. Uh, I ask myself at the end of the day, how much thud can I buy with that 21 and ounce bottle of Lexicon? How much thud is that going to buy? So when I, when I can answer that question, or likewise, ask yourself these days with you know, everything going on, how much seed and fertilizer am I going to have to buy to replace that turf area that checked out on me, right, Ryan? You got to ask that. Huh? How mm-hmm. much seed is are you going to pay for to have to fix all of this, you know, patching and and death? And and you seed know ain't cheap. And, and I'm starting to think about it in this ter- these terms too, where even if you had the money, can you even Ooh. get it? Right? Aww, can you even you get left. it? Oh. Oh. So, so apparently, uh, I, I think Canada had some technical difficulties and he claims the line went silent on his end for a minute and then he hung up. On our end, it still said he was connected. So I think it's Canada's fault. Uh, I think you should get a pass. I, I, I blame Canada. I think you should, Sorry, I think you should have a, uh, a uh, get him a passport and make sure he's here for... Uh, yeah, yeah. October, yeah, October. Caller, you're on the air. Caller, hello, hello. Hi. Who do, we, who do we have the pleasure of speaking with? All right, I'm only on here because Busy Bees actually dared me to be here. So, uh, Busy Bees paid you or dared you? He dared me. Obviously, <laughs> I heard blue. I, I heard blue. I heard blue me. Uh, welcome welcome to the dark side uh do you have a name i do oh you guys are so much better at this usually 
I'm my name is Matt. This is Oh, this is ear nose and ear nose and turf. turf. Isn't it? This is one of those yeah. right here. What are you doing? What are you doing? Uh, so I, I actually I got I don't have a question. I don't. I, I have something that's, to say. That's fine. Um Thank you guys. Honestly, the best Oh go decision... F yourself. No, no, Matt, you have said you have said, you know, call in. You don't have to have a question. You want to tell me you hate me, you want to tell me you love me, you call in. And you know what? I'm doing it right now. I'm That's telling fine. You, but that does not that. absolve you from me telling you to go F yourself. I appreciate that. Oh. <laughs> well, actually not not you specifically, Matt. Uh, I'm actually, I want to be here to thank uh, Ray, Busy, and Aldo, who were up with me until 3 o'clock in the morning. And yes, I know it wasn't 3 o'clock in the morning their time. But it was 3 o'clock in the morning my time. And <laughs> they <laughs> chatted with me on our Zoom call last Friday. And I had a party coming up. And they they talked to me about mosquito control. They uh, I, I asked them a thousand questions and i got to pick their brains for hours and you know what the only reason i could do that was because i became a member which was the best decision i ever freaking made wow wow welcome hey, to the dark side thank you thank you, uh, you yeah you, well you know what the sure go ahead the other day you you guys said that you know it, you feel weird that people call in and starstruck but you guys you're doing a good job you're becoming stars so thank you guys appreciate it <laughs> we, have, we have an md on the phone right now and he wants to talk to us like like we're out here accomplishing things or whatever this, uh, this meanwhile is, he's in residence and all the other shit he's gonna say this guy children. took out student loans to save lives we took out student loans to grow fucking grass come on man <laughs> Come on. We're going to kill stuff. Yeah, we're going to kill stuff. Kill stuff. <laughs> kill stuff. Uh, caller, welcome to Thirsty Thursday. Who do we have the pleasure of speaking with? Hello. Oh, mi amigo. Hey, how, how's that? How's uh, that I don't Bermuda know who looking? that is, but hey, listen, I, I got a bunch <laughs> of wild onions in my Bermuda lawn. Hey, and, I got uh, a question. I read some on the internet that, uh, let me see, what's that stuff called? Blindside. I read Blindside was good for while on your own. What do y'all think? Uh, I'll tell you off, what, I'll tell you what I think. The Cajun accent, by the way. That I'll, is, I'll tell you what I think. Nolan's as hell. You come, you come on this show and it's just like your dresser, man. It's grass, ass, or grass. You don't talk on here. <laughs> I've been watching way too much shrimp cracker and uh, that's been in my head and I was like, all right, I'm going to give it a shot. So yeah, anyway. How y'all doing? Oh, it was yeah. good. Uh, by good. the way, uh, Blindside probably would not be terrible for onions, uh, but I'd probably just stick with like Metsulfuron methyl and a three-way. Um, that, that's a lot but, milder. Would not be bad. Well, yeah. Blindside is okay, yeah. but holy cow, it is brutal. It's overkill. It is brutal. Yeah, it's way overkill. It's brutal because uh, I saw what happened when somebody used blindside on St. Augustine, no bueno. Gonna get a little spicy. No bueno. Yeah, because uh, this was actually at uh, J. Pink's son-in-law's here in Hawaii. He did blindside in his St. Augustine, and that left holes. 
it was a bit much. Yeah, actually, the, the, <laughs> the question wasn't like relevant. I just wanted to make up a question to, to sound legit. And obviously, <laughs> I've been made. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, my answer would have been if if that was you or or somebody else asking that question like that, I would have said just eat the wild onions. It's your best bet after you spray the blinds. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <clears throat> hey, well, uh, I I was calling about uh, actually following up on what Evie asked about volatility. Um, mm-hmm. We had a nice little like I don't know half hour convo there on the Discord regarding um, you know herbicide and, and all the. <laughs> bad can that can happen regarding your weather your you know your temperature your humidity all that stuff so um something that i i i didn't i don't really give any thought about but now that i think of it, it might be something worth asking um here one second anyways um i don't know it's so funny but i'm gonna keep going so uh, what about <laughs> volume volume in regards to spraying uh herbicide because you got for example, you have someone like uh, Matt who sprays a quart per thousand right out of a permagreen. Then Ray would do something like uh, twenty gallons per thousand. I'm just kidding. Maybe like let's say two gallons per thousand. <laughs> um, what uh, I, I would I would imagine that would take obviously longer to dry in a humid uh, setting. Uh, that's question number one. And number two, at what point do you start? Um, weighing humidity more than temperature, um, for example, um, you know where I am, I don't have to worry with about humidity, you know, at all. And once I get closer to eighty-five degrees, if I was to go out with something like, let's say, Speed Zone, um, you know, obviously that eighty-five degree mark, closer to eighty-five degrees, is where I'm going to start to have some, you know, danger. And of course. Let's say my humidity was 80%, you know, that suddenly that temperature becomes, you know, I could be much lower than 85 degrees and the humidity makes it, you know, a higher risk. So I guess what I'm asking is, you know, the, the trade-off between humidity and uh, temperature, of course, is the wind involved. But let's say, you know, you did everything you could to apply um, your herbicide the right way you know um uh, pressure and your tip and and everything like that was fine but it's just a matter of once it's down on the grass at what point do you think like oh maybe this is a good idea this is a bad idea kind of thing hope that wasn't too much to ask (laughs) okay sometimes you don't know until it's too late okay although what i tell people and practice myself is i start to think about conditions for the next seven days out from that application because volatility of herbicide can continue to happen on more than just the day you actually apply it so i'm literally thinking at least a week and so if somebody tells me that they're going to something like speed zone or triclopyr ester because hey it is only 70 degrees and not that humid today or right now when they're doing it and then the next day or the day after their temperature and whatever 
goes up during the daytime and their humidity goes up and they lose their wind, what's probably going to happen is that product is going to volatilize off of their, off of their lawn and cause some trouble. Right. And that is even though at the time that they sprayed, they were fine. How about how about them apples? Are we are okay, we having uh, and now what about Oh okay. Okay, never mind. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Hello? Yes. We good? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we good. I'm sorry. Uh, so uh volume. You know, that was another question. Uh, how does volume affect uh volatility? It doesn't. It doesn't matter. Yeah, that's how yeah, it does. It don't matter because uh, I think I can get into just as much trouble at 15 gallon per acre application, you know, volume or 200 gallon per acre application volume. I can get into just as much trouble either way. Because you're matter. still you're still applying the same amount of active ingredient over yeah, an acre. Has nothing to do with concentration of the spray solution, right? Like that's the point, right? It, it just what Matt said. Same rate of AI over a given area, get yourself in the same trouble. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, quart of triclopyr per acre is still a quart of triclopyr per acre, no matter how you dilute it. <laughs> the or same thing. Okay, th- th- that makes sense. I was just referring point. to it in regards of like, <clears throat> um. You know, your coverage, well, not not even that. Like, uh, I guess what I'm saying is the amount of time it takes to uh, dry and how much longer it could take depending on your environmental factors like humidity and wind and stuff like that. Yeah, I believe I'm, I'm looking at the uh, Speed Zone Southern label right here. And, you know, of course, they don't like high wind speeds and they sure shit don't like zero wind speed. Uh, and then they don't like... Uh, high temperatures and low humidity, right? Uh, and then the other piece of this is that, uh, I, you know, so here's the other thing. Do not broadcast apply this product when ambient temperatures are above 85 degrees. Some injuries expected with spot treatments when air temperatures exceed 85 degrees. So there it's saying that you can make spot applications when it's higher than 85 degrees. Just expect some turf grass, industry, uh, turf grass injury to occur. And again, if we go back and we look at this formulation here, you know, this is a, a relatively low concentration of 2,4-D ester, right? Um, you know, half a pound per gallon. Uh, you're, not, you're not going out at a, a, a gallons per acre type of rate here. Um, you know, what are, what are we at? Two to, two to four pints per acre, you know? So again, relatively minute. Pay attention if you're going to be blanket spraying. Definitely pay attention to that temperature. Uh, but if you're going to be spot spraying, you can be a little bit more liberal with it. Um, just watch out for high rate, high winds. Watch out for low winds, and of course, watch out for low humidity. So, it, even though you know, for you, I know you 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 have the lowest of humidity, and so you know those early morning applications would probably be most ideal for you specifically, in my opinion. That's what I would do. Yeah, for sure. I, I typically save um, 
any, for example, speed zone, really that's, you know, how I clean up stuff in the, like in December, in January. I think that's ideal for that. But outside of like those couple months, <clears throat> I'm just, I'm not running anything else. It's too hot. And um, not to say that humid, I don't, I, yes, I don't have any humidity, but uh, I don't know. It just seems like uh, better options for me down where I live. And again, I, I'm just calling um, in regards to, again, Evie was talking about Derek and, we all kind of got into that combo. They're pretty heavy. Um, uh, I, I was just using speed zone as an example. You know, it's an ester. It can volatilize this and that. You know, I'm just a guy in the desert who's spoiled by still familiar herbicides. So I don't really, I, I want to understand this too, you know, on my end. You know, that's good to know. I think. Sure. Sure. I mean, that's, uh, it's just that uh, I think that's a good question because likewise, I get asked, how do I get away with applying things like triclopyr or feed zone where I'm at, right? Because most of the year, I'm outside, of, I'm outside of that temperature range. And the way I do it is I pick my time. Because you know what they say about no wind not being good? I find that that is the most relevant factor because if you have a breeze, anything that does volatilize doesn't concentrate in one area. Right. Right? Whereas if you have a slight five mile per hour wind constantly, whatever happens to volatilize in the, in the warm temperatures is not going to stay there, concentrate, and cause leaves to come off of trees and shrubs. Don't ask me how I know how that can happen. <laughs> I believe you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Boys, thank you so much. I appreciate your time. I'll hang up now and let somebody else call in. I love have you. Have a nice day. All right. I love you we all, love though. You. <laughs> we love you. See you guys. Peace. We got there time for is. what? One more call? One more call? Yeah, we got one more call, then we'll get on to the after show here. because uh, we got <gasps> I'm nervous about it, I'm not gonna lie. Uh caller, you are on the air. Who do we have the pleasure of speaking with? Hello? Hello, Hello. caller. You're live. Who do we have Hello? the pleasure of speaking with? Oh, oh this, in, in today's episode of What's Fucked Up, this is fucked up. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Is this the uh, Humic Support Hotline? Yes, this is the Humic Support <laughs> Hotline. Uh, oh. Yes, it is. <laughs> Listen, if you don't buy... I may... I may. Let, let's just say I may or may not have, have drowned my lawns in Humic. Well, maybe two of them. But I... Lushy. And, I, and I'm, looking for the, I'm looking for the support. And, and the, the oh, fridge... No. The, the beer fridge is not working... So I'm I'm turning to you, gentlemen, to help me with support of of what I need. It's like, I guess I'm looking Listen, for mental we, support. We'll we'll only people we'll only talk to people on the absolute bottom, and those are the people that bought and applied humic acid using uh, crypto to pay for it. So <sighs> if you oh, didn't do that, oh oh oh, Demain knows my it. story. He knows where I am. <laughs> I feel I feel I I feel liberated. You, you, I feel jubilated. Sh- I mean, any 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 other jubilated 
I, I, I feel it. John Perry, would you accept cryptocurrency to pay for your humic acid? I would advise <laughs> anybody who's thinking of doing this not Listen, uh, John believes in the dollar. He might be a gold standard guy. I don't know. It's hard to tell uh, where he stands on uh, uh, money policy, currency policy. We should get him on here and ask him. That'd be a great conversation, a great segue into all the other topics. I that we would to advise anybody who's thinking of doing this now. Oh, well, John, listen, listen. John already bowed out. John already bowed out. No, 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 no. Don't be so quick. Listen, you know, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, we'll do a proper. You know, prom ask, you know, so you can come to prom with us on here and you wear the dress. I'd like to go to prom with you. I'd like to, I'd like a, I'd like a, I'd like a, yep, yep. If that's what I'm going to do at prom, then that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> that shit gets me every time. Oh. All right. What are we talking about? You, did you, what, you, what did you do with Humic now? All right. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. I got no, energy. No, I, no, no, no. I, I'm, I, just, just calling to say, hey, how do you do? And, and so, I might be working on a video at one point, and there or another. It might actually get out before Eric's lawn, and uh, you know, I mean, I know that was filmed a year ago, but it actually may get out. Uh, so that's how all, that's might how be, all Hollywood, yeah. all Hollywood theatrical releases take at least twelve months in post production. I mean, that's just the way it goes these days. Oh, it is. Don't it worry about it. I, uh, I should be at least a, I should be able to fix up to fix all my fuck up. By that point, to show the after effect. <laughs> the exactly that's that's the whole point of doing it, is that you got to have the time component built into there. So Lushy texted me the other day a picture well, with no no it, caption. Dude, it's been a, it's, it, it, let, let's not lie. It has been a hotbed of text probably in the past what three days of full bedlam, brown bag breathing yeah, like Matt was spreading yes, a granular. Pre-emergent, just on the opposite end. It's my my turn. Lushy Lushy sends me a picture with no context whatsoever, and it is a lawn that has a little a faint hint of damage, and <laughs> it's damage that's about as wide as the tire width of uh of a of a ride-on spreader sprayer. Right? I was like, hmm. It's about 40 inches. I know the tire width is 36. We got, we get something, something's off there. So Lushy starts playing diagnostics and has figured out that there is indeed an issue with uh, the sprayer that's supposed to be spraying a 13 foot pass is concentrating that 13 foot pass into about 40 inches. Uh, So that is a significant amount of material that is, you know, roughly 3x the rate um uh, hitting hitting one area Ooh. basically as wide as the tires are right now how, how did you figure that out uh through Paul. a series of texts to me and me trying to convince him that that is a sprayer it's, it's a technical issue with the sprayer and it's not a product issue um he he played surgeon he ear nose and turfed uh his his spreader sprayer oh, wow into oblivion and uh and discovered that there was some blockages of some sort that was that was allowing that to happen and so let's just say that matt was getting a blow by blow and uh actually a uh statistical report by property by property as to the damage that we were seeing 
through the route that was done on, say, let's call it Tuesday, and we're now on like the following uh, Monday, and we're starting to see some issues, and we are now scrambling. Oh, oh, actually, it was on Friday. We actually made the application on a Tuesday, and by Friday, we were starting to see issues. And Friday, we were scrambling and trying to figure out where the problem stopped and started. Right, so yeah, Matt was getting Matt was getting this hot hot bevy. This is this is problem A. We won't even talk about problem B. Look at this. And we'll we'll say we'll save that. But you share it away, right Matt. Here. You got it. Give it J Pink. Share that. I share share what I got. I sent you. It doesn't bother me. What we'll, what we'll do is that we'll just we'll just record it in a, in a live kind of stream of conscious talking about it, so that way there's no editing, and that way it can just go straight to YouTube. And we'll do we'll do it that way, and we're going to do it in such a way to make it clear that this shit happens. It happens to everybody, and I and I'm going to give oh yeah stories that I, where it's happened to me too. So uh, hang on, J Pink, pull that back up. Have you seen this Lushy? Do you see this spray pattern test paper? Uh, that uh, no, you may have um, shared here. I, I ran. I ran away. I ran away from my computer when I get on the phone because it okay, confuses we'll me when you guys you. talk and it's twenty seconds it away. Okay. I already sent it to you. Our world-renowned producer has sent this to you. It's it's in your DMs. Take right, a look. I'm, at I'm going with speaker. Hang with me, here's people. Here's oh, what you need to do. Fuck you, Jesse. Fuck off. Um, Fuck off, Jesse. Yeah, you too, Steve Klein. I'll be God damn, you Steve. Well. Holy shit. Steve, oh. Steve is Steve is asking for an ass kicking. Is is what he's doing? Uh, what did I he do? Nice, I think yeah, nice guy Midwest is going to have to arm wrestle me before the before the end of all this. Uh, Steve, I sure, sure shit shit to oh, tomorrow. I sure shit hope Steve Klein comes into the uh, to the equipment expo in Louisville uh, for our our meetup that we're going to be doing there uh, for our patrons. And you know what? We're going to arm wrestle right there in front of everybody. That's that's what we're doing. <laughs> all right, I got I got I got my all right off of arm wrestling. I'm back to uh, what is that? Oh, sorry, on or whatever fucking spray paper. <laughs> this spray paper. So this is what you can you can get various sizes here, but here you can check your pattern. Right, lay it down spray over top of it when you know it's spraying well so you know what it looks like and then you can test it at another at another point to test to make sure it looks like it or if you want to check and see what your coverage looks like at that you know nine to 13 foot mark measure out nine to 13 feet away you know to to your to your periphery and make your pass there and see what your pattern looks like on that side And if you're not fucking touching it if you're not seeing it there then you know something is off Okay, so you don't so, necessarily listen. have to have this two inch by three three inch uh, uh, size like directly in front of the permagreen or whatever. Throw it off to the side. Put it out in all kinds. It's twenty five in a package. Put them out all over the place. I think I would put five out at a time. I put one right dead center. I put one at about six feet, and I put one at about twelve twelve and a half feet. Right, and you want to compare these and make sure that they're all the same. Like what Evie did when he showed his sprayer pattern on the driveway thing. Mm-hmm. That's fine just to make sure that your nozzle's not completely clogged or something like that. But to really test your pattern, you got to use something like this. Have to. It's. So I, I, you... I think the, uh, if, if Matt, if you, you sent the, you, you put up the, the burnt picture there. The, the no, I, d- I, d- I did not. I did not. I did not. You can't. No, no. Okay. Put it. I, it doesn't bother me if you put it up. Like it, it, it happens. And I got to admit that my customer okay. is. Tickled that I'm actually on top of it. 
Like, hey, it's the weirdest thing. Like, I, I've had, and even today, the uh, we're not even talking about what t- happened today, but the those two customers have been like, yeah, no problem. All right, all right. Thanks, some thank you for being right up front and telling me what's going on, and and um, we appreciate it. So, like, you know, hey, it happens, think- and if you're up front and tell them what happens, and you know that you're expecting this, and all right, we're gonna fix it. First, fine. I gotta say, the pattern here is actually pretty good. Okay, it's it's, yeah, it's, it's, very, it's, it's very that is very consistent. Spot very consistent. on application. Uh, the problem. <laughs> uh, well, is, actually, uh, I got I got to admit, there is there's an error in it. There is an error in it. If you look at the top, he's spraying while he's turning, and he shouldn't be. Yeah, because he's supposed to do a border turn, and he shouldn't yeah. be spraying while he's turning. Yes, I agree, a hundred percent. And like I said, that 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 was the first thing I noticed when I said, if I have to come up there and train, and by train, I mean whoop his ass. I will. Um, because so, we, don't, we don't, we don't turn well, and that's, and that, and that, and folks that, that is, that is word for word. Um, but I also, you know, we, we talked about that actually today and I said, Hey, look, you know, let's, let's, I'm not beating down on you. I'm not trying to beat a dead horse. I'm trying to learn from mistakes. He has a mistake. It's, you, you had it a mistake up. and, and, and part of it, there's some, We'll get in. I don't even. We can or can't get into what <laughs> what was in and what what happened. What was in the tank, and then we got mixed into it. Whatever. It was no, a little bit of chemical issue and gummed up, and that's what happened. Not properly dry test. I guess we'll say is the problem. Um, oh, listen. Which reduced listen, it down to the small spray. But I did say you're spraying while you're turning. You should not be spraying while you're turning. You should be going into your your trim pattern, like letting go of the spray, turning and spraying back out. So I, you know, he's like, oh, all right, I, I understand that. It shuts off on the turns or it gets the three ace hose on the reel again. You know, I think that was the quote. <sighs> I, listen, I'm scared wow. of the three ace hose. And it, it, it gives me nightmares. I know. You, you bitch. Don't listen. Really? You're a quarter inch hose well, guy? What do, you, what do you want to talk about? The three, the three no, eighths hose? I'm, I'm a, I'm a, in the midst of today, with that the feed line no, came from the really. pump, let loose in the middle of someone's yard off of the oh, reel, Lord, just popped off and started spraying like one of those little sprayers. You know the, you know the little whiz thing that know. sprays in your front lawn and it looks all cute and it whizzes around. It's got a little smiley face. Yeah, we had one of those in someone's driveway today. That was fun. Smashing oh, oh, out a oh, claim yeah, in Pilek. Yeah. That was good. Like that, it happens, Lushy. You can't let that get in your head. You know, it, this is a learning no, experience. No, and, and, and it, it does happen. It does happen. MS, MSO and, and, and Mezzo can get, be confused with each other. You can. Jeez. It happens. Uh-huh. It can be. It happens. Mm-hmm. Again, Lushy, I, I've told stories about you know, we had a guy mix a container of MSMA in a in a tree shrub tank and go spray a a, a whole round of tree shrub, yeah. uh, or at least a whole day of tree shrub in Augusta, Georgia. You know, and it, you know this is this is Masters country. If you can imagine how they feel about their about their trees and shrubs in in that area, uh, so it it happens. And you know what what matters is that we learn from it. We make corrections to not allow this to continue to happen. And uh, and then you know it is what it is. We take it, we take it on the chin, we learn from it, we correct it, and then we move on, and we don't oh, yeah. make that mistake again. So no, one hundred percent. I I, uh, I I know I you hear me the, on. This. I asked. I know you yes, hear me on ahead. this. 
but your text messages that you send me, I can feel you sweating through them. Because when I <laughs> oh, don't answer dude, you, and, and, and by the way, hour, by the way, then you message you, me on you were number you were number two with about a half bed. an hour delay. Ray got the full force. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> I think everything's dead. What do I do? And I'm literally ready to drive there at nine o'clock at night and mow under flashlights. That on Listen. like that, they, you you got a delayed response. Thankfully, Ray answered. Yeah, told well, me what I thought I needed to hear. Mm-hmm. I I when <laughs> when when the. Oh God, I'm having sweats right now thinking about the whole conversation. Oh, He's like, "Oh, man, I'm like, come on." I said, "Hey, you, you use this MSO that's right here, right here, right?" And he's like, "What? No, I use oh. the red cap." And I'm like, "I flashed no. to the red cap that was next to the trash can because whenever he finishes using a product, he puts it next to the trash can, and I throw it away." I said, "Oh, that was an MSO. That was mesotrione." Well, and and here's what I, here's what I know about little, you know, whoopsies like this. Last thing you do is put water on it. (laughs) That is the absolute last thing you do. Yeah. Do not put water on it. Let's just say what to May, we're we're going to be as close to phrase mowing as we can to be phrase mowing without a phrase mower. My father-in-law lent me his uh, 48-inch mower, and he has no idea what shape it's going to come back in. I have a mm-hmm. landscaper meeting with two mowers, and we are going to. I told him we are scalping the lawn as if you had lice in your hair. <laughs> <laughs> the lawn is getting a, no. The lawn is getting a mass Filipino. <laughs> oh, massive. oh, like, yeah, he like, I go and, and like, and I said, literally, I said, we are to the point of we may or may not be actually grading some lawns. Like we, we may shave shit off and plan on re- mm. on, on replacing your blades after we finish these two. We're doing two lawns of maybe 60,000 square feet. Fuck. Mm. Fuck you, Eric. I'll kick your ass too. Oh. Why? Who's who's I can't see nothing. I don't care. <laughs> it's like, don't it worry happens. About it. Steve, stop it. Eric, stop it. Thank you, gentlemen. We appreciate it, but seriously, unnecessary. <laughs> stop that. Hey, you um, know what? If you hey, enjoy this show and hey. you're not a member of the Patreon, I believe you should actually join. And if you are a member of Patreon and you want to give more money, keep hitting that uh Super chat. <laughs> hey, uh, no, seriously, Lushy. At some point, you've got to, you got, you got to calm down. I know you're freaked out and everything right now. Keep a level head. Keep a level head. Everything's going to be okay. Uh, dude, I could, okay. I, I legit could run through. I, I could run. I'm looking at my garage door. I probably, if I was trapped in here, could get out of here by going through it. I am. <laughs> that's how amped up I am. And it's what time is it now? I don't even know what time it is. What time is it? 10 o'clock and 30? It's 1047. My anxiety anxiety has been off the charts since, like, we legit came back, rinsed out. Ray, we we did a big old clean on the skid sprayer. 
we cleaned out the, the permagreen. Everything was working great. I was like, this is great. That was at like five, five o'clock mm-hmm. tonight. And then he, and then, dude, I've been amped and controlled since at that point. I am like, oh, out of my mind. Oh. Well, no, well, because. Here's the thing, Lushy, is that the reason why I'm not laughing is because I literally feel your anxiety, okay? I feel your anxiety because, uh, as I as I mentioned on the show, I've done some wa- a whopper or two myself. Like, uh, for example, note to everybody, please don't ever mistake uh, ornament or super trimic. Do not do it. Even though the bottle looks the same. Please don't do it. Because if you do, <laughs> that is anxiety inducing. <laughs> well, I got an excellent caveat to the whole thing. The little bit that was left in. So we had two sprays today with that mix. They mm. said, hey, why don't you go spray, you know, job A, go spray that, come mm. back. Reload because we we only have a fifty gallon sprayer. We're doing two gallons per thousand. So just go spray, come back, and if you've got a gallon or two left, you know, spray the neighbor's lawn, spray my lawn, spray our lawn. Yeah, I've completely coated my lawn with this. Here <laughs> <laughs> oh. you go, Ray. <laughs> oh, 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 oh no! Oh, hey, no. so I get a, I get a firsthand experience of what this fucking tr- this this is a Nantucket sleigh ride of lawn care that I'm gonna. It, it's whatever. It is what it is. Well, hang on. Here we go. I mean, I told the customers, I'm like, whatever. You don't. They're like, well, just you know, send me a bill. I'm like, yeah, y- you won't pay until it's green again. <laughs> And it's not going to be green for a while. <laughs> it's going to look like the maze actually been out there, you know, snorting lines with uh, Johnny Depp on in blow <laughs> with the amount of lime we put out. But you know, oh, by the way, we actually put out lime on some of the proper on a couple of properties today. So good, that was good. We'll suck that all up tomorrow. It's you can't, you can't green. screw that up. You go, give it like two well, weeks. It's going to be fine. It'll be fine. It will be, but it won't be, but it will be. Hey, oh, by the way, let's have some fun with this. One of the lawns was fine fescue. <laughs> yeah. Who cares? Uh-huh. Who cares? That's, that's, it yeah. happened. Uh, to be honest with you, I actually was thinking in my head today, I hate fine fescue. I wish it would all die. This guy's lawn will. Listen, I, I'll just say this. I'll, I'll end it on this, is that uh, we've all been doing this for a long time. A long fucking time. And I will say unequivocally and with full conviction that the only and best way that you learn in this business is with your back up against the fucking wall and somebody screaming at you. That might be somebody who's your customer. That might be somebody who's your boss. That might be yourself in the mirror. But I'm telling you, man, like that is the only right. So 
What's the what's the old saying? Failure, failure has has many fathers, or, or victory has many fathers. Failure only has one, right? And so, man, you gotta find you gotta find a way to push through it. It's gonna be fine. And you know what? I I think what you did was great. I would have done the same thing. You go to people and you say, "Listen, we fucked up. Shit went wrong with our equipment." I call I I yeah we 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 called them and out we, honestly within like three hours of their application, we discovered it and we called them. Like, and not what I wanted to say to any of either of them Two uh, two new customers, by the way, you know, why, you know, the way that should be right. Two brand new customers, premium customers that you're actually charging premium dollars to. And the, uh, the whole other application incident that Matt was talking about, that happened to like five, but you know, like I'm getting texts from one of them. He's like, Hey, I, I dropped my deck and it, it, it's mowing right out. I can, I, I shaved it down a little bit. I can see it. It looks great. <laughs> and he's, 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 he, he, that guy's got a complex about Noah. He actually was watching the last show that you guys had going on, uh, on Sunday. He was, I actually texted him. I sent him said, here, you want to talk about lawn care? These are the guys you want to talk about. He's like, oh my god, these guys are crazy. I was like, yeah. I'm like, one of these guys is on with with Noah. I'm like, and he's in full blown stalker mode with with Noah. So, well, listen, I'm like, yeah. Going... Don't worry, we'll send pictures. We'll send pictures. Uh, you can you can actually be on Noah and how to you know screw up your lawn. <laughs> well, uh, I'll just say this, man: is just keep the faith and be honest with people. The shit will work out, and and I'll uh, you know. Somebody like that calling you and telling you that means they trust you, right? And it's fucking grass, man. Like, it ain't easy. And, and, and anybody who thinks it is is not a good customer to have. The people that say, oh, yeah, it grows in the cracks of sidewalks. How fucking hard could it be? Those aren't mm-hmm. my people. The people that say, no, listen, no. I want to live, live right on the fucking edge, and I want you on the surfboard while I do it. <laughs> those are the people i want and you know what and i tell them the same thing listen i'll do that i'd love to do that and i know that matt and ray would tell them hey i'd love to do that and you know what's going to happen sometimes we're going to miss that wave and we're going to have to get back and find our board and we're going to have to paddle our asses all the way back out there and find another wave and fucking pick back up and that's just the way it goes man you enjoy the view from the top of the wave when you can and when you fucking crash into shore bang your head against a rock you know maybe you see a chick's top come off whatever you enjoy that for what it is. You learn from it. That's part of the day. Just, just, and what I mean by that with the chick's top coming off is just glance. You know, don't stare. Don't be a fucking creeper. Just get a glimpse of it. Look away. You know. Uh, I always have. I always. I always have my phone at the ready. Yeah, that's that's weird. But anyway, listen. It is time to go to the after show. It is late. Matt's got to get up. I got to get up. Ray is uh, got to make dinner. So let's get on to the. And I got to call out sick tomorrow and go and go freight mow some lawns with <laughs> with some uh, rotary blades. Hey, mm-hmm. it all pays the same, man. So listen, uh, oh. Matt. No, they don't pay for shit. Wait, second, it, w- it will, it will, it will, long term. Uh, Matt, tell everybody because we got a lot of new members here. Tell everybody about the after show, what they might expect. For those of you that don't know, we do a show after the show. And I'll, I'll be the first to tell you that this is actually just an absolute ton of fun. Um, however, there are a couple caveats to this, and I do want to make this extremely clear. 
the after show is going to be adult talk for adults. Uh, if you do not like bad words, if you do not like that kind of humor, then it is probably not for you. Uh, if you're interested in hearing, in, 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 in effect, what we do is we like to take a look at other content that is out there on the internet and look at it from the point of view of turf managers and as just general human beings and give a raw reaction as to what we see, how we interpret it, and what we would do differently if we were faced with that situation and hopefully provide a bit of a scientific background on what's accurate or inaccurate about it. Uh, and uh, And so... But, of course, we do that with humor because, well, we, of course, want to have fun and we want to make sure you enjoy your time and dollar well spent as well. Uh, and if you're interested in doing that, check us out on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash burn and return. Uh, it's the easiest way to get in there and uh, and come check out what we have to offer. There's other benefits that go along with being a Patreon member. That includes uh, hanging out over in our private Discord, where if you want one-on-one time with us, we do that. We do uh, meetings and Zoom calls and all kinds of different stuff. And there's, there's different things that go on with we have movie nights. And, of course, we have our meetup that's going to be coming up uh, uh, later in the year as well, too. So check us out, patreon.com forward slash burn and return, and you can get access to the show after the show. Uh, and then for the rest of us, we're going to go hang out over there and uh, take this baby up to level 10. Because if you think this was around a level 7 or 8, uh, I promise you, the after show would put this at about a one in comparison. Y'all have a fantastic evening. Love y'all. Bye.